0: Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code rslash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code rslash at liquidiv.com. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using Zocdoc because, to be honest, it's easy, and I'm lazy. Go to zocdoc.com/rs and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoc.com/rs. Zocdoc.com/rs. Welcome to r slash malicious compliance, where OP gets her toxic manager fired. Our next Reddit post is from Lobster. I'm a 30-year-old woman, and I've been working at a supermall construction company for the past two years. I've put my best foot forward every day, and I've never had any issues with anyone in the company. As of three months ago, they moved me from an infield coordinator to an accounting position. It was an emergency move because one of the employees stole $80,000 from the company and they needed an immediate replacement. My new supervisor, Mary, was always super kind to me and we've become pretty good friends. Well, these past couple months have been hell. I hate this new position and to be fair, I'm not very good at it. So I found a new job and I've been keeping it secret for a while. I let the owner know first, and he was very kind and receptive to it. The issue started when Mary got wind of it. She immediately cornered me and started going on this rant saying things like, Why didn't you tell me? You're being incredibly unfair and selfish. I can't believe you would do this. This is unacceptable. Don't ask me for a referral because you're not getting one from me. I politely told her that this opportunity was something that I couldn't pass up. She then went to the owner and asked for any details that I might have given to him about the new company and the new position. I believed to try to sabotage me leaving, but thankfully, I hadn't discussed any details about it with anyone. It was awkward after that, but I didn't think anything of it. The next day, things took a turn for the worst. Mary decided to be petty and removed all of my authorizations to any accounts I had so I couldn't perform any of my daily tasks. I didn't want to leave on a sour note, so I brought it up to the owner because Mary was out of office that day. He reauthorized my accounts and I continued to work. Mary was back the following day and was completely livid that I had went around her and talked directly to the owner. Her actions towards me would only get worse from here on out. The next day, I came in to notice that my desk was moved and my computer access was taken away yet again. Cue malicious compliance. Since I couldn't do any of my daily tasks and I really didn't feel like dealing with a screaming Mary, I was on Reddit for basically the whole day. At the end of the day, Mary came into my new office, which was basically backroom storage and said, busy day today, I know mine was. I just smiled and said, yep, exhausting. She did not like that response, and went to the owner to say that I was purposefully not doing my job. And the last two weeks would be pointless, so we might as well just let me go now. The owner disagreed and called me into his office. Then, after I explained what Mary had done, he gave me access, again, and told Mary to work from home. Another day goes by, and it's extremely peaceful now that Mary is working remote, but unfortunately, this doesn't mean that my day was getting any easier. Instead of taking away my access, Mary had IT start forwarding all my emails to other employees in other departments who had nothing to do with my job. At this point, I only had three days left, so I just took it as, okay, this sucks for them, but it's on Mary's head if anyone has any questions. Then I looked at my paid time off, and I had way more than I thought. So why not use my paid time off for the last couple of days? And that's exactly what I did. I was originally supposed to let all the vendors know and start forwarding them to the appropriate people and then interview second round candidates for my position, but not anymore. The owner was completely okay with it and understood that Mary was being toxic. He said that he would have a talk with her about her attitude and position if this continues. Now with me being on my last two days and having paid time off, I thought that I was safe for Mary, but lo and behold, she was still holding a massive grudge. As if me leaving my position was a personal attack on her. She called me at 4.30 in the morning and left me a voicemail saying our company was having an accounting emergency and I need to come in immediately. I called her back four hours later, which she was fuming about, and went on this massive rant about how I'm extremely entitled and I'll never get anywhere with this attitude. That she's embarrassed for our company to say that I've ever worked here, and that if she ever finds out where I will be working, she'll make sure that I'm fired from that job and that I'll never get a job in this town again. I laughed at her, and she went ballistic. Kind of like when you take away a four-year-old's toy. She was screaming so loud that her voice was shaking, saying silly things like I have no respect for her or the company and that I'll rot in hell. I hung up on her once she started bringing my family into things. I called the owner and explained to him what happened, which he wasn't shocked about, and he told me that when she came in that morning, she was going on a rampage like the Tasmanian devil. After finding out why she was freaking out, he promptly fired her. I was shocked, since this was such a small company and he definitely needed her. I heard from a coworker that she ended up destroying a bunch of company property on her way out, and now she's facing a lawsuit due to the damages. I'm so thankful she revealed her true self to everyone and that I'm far, far away from that company and her. Down in the comments, Danny Crane asked the obvious question. How much of her work was she having you do? And OP replies, most of it. Probably like 80%. OP, what I think you should do next is call her back at 4am and be like, so, I heard you got fired. Our next Reddit post is from Arms of a Squid so I work at a school library. We rent out chargers for phones and laptops upon request for a few hours, but they have relatively steep fines for being returned late. Usually I waive the fines, especially if it's returned less than an hour after it was due. In comes this one guy, Henry, who's a serial laptop charger renter, almost every day. Well, a few days ago, he accidentally brought the charger home with him. Now, our fines are like $1.50 an hour, which was about $20 total when he came in the next day. He asked me if he would be fined. I knew him pretty well, so I said that I would waive his fine, but I couldn't tell him this over the phone because he might come back at a time that I'm not working, and some of the other librarians are less lax about the fines. I tell him, currently, your fine is at $25, but if you bring it in, then we can discuss it further. I'm sure that we can figure something out. He hangs up, and I assumed that he'd be coming in. Two days later, Henry comes waltzing up to my desk and sets a laptop charger down in front of me. It's the very same one that he took home three days prior. I scanned it and told him, You have an $85 fine on your account. What? It was $25 when I called. Yeah, but that was two days ago. The fine is by the hour. You didn't tell me that! The fine info is taped on the side of the charger. I'll go ahead and waive everything but the first $25, alright? That way, you just pay the original fine that you thought that you'd have to pay. But the guy on the phone said that he would waive it! To be clear, I never told him that I would waive it. Yeah, well, I'm waiving $60, so you only have to pay $25. I want to talk to your boss! Now, at this point, I should mention that we're not actually allowed to waive fines. I was just being super generous. I said, if I bring my manager in here, you'll have to pay the whole fine. I wouldn't talk to him. So I bring in my manager, and after hearing the situation, my manager bluntly says, It's an $85 fine. Will that be cash or card? Henry stammered and walked out of the library. It's okay, though. Henry just can't check out books or graduate until he's paid the fine. C'est la vie. Our next Reddit post is from White Cherry Rose. I'm a 25-year-old woman, and I'm engaged to my fiancé, Joey, who's 26. He recently had surgery on his leg and hip, but there were complications, and he's been sick and weak since. We try not to ask for help, but this has put a big financial strain on us, to the point where we've had to spend our wedding savings on his recovery. We're fine with this, because if we need to have a courthouse wedding, we're cool with it. We just want him to be healthy but we did set up a temporary donation page to help out with some of the expenses. A friend of mine, Carla, donated 10 bucks a month ago, and I reached out to her to thank her. Last week, we posted an update, not asking for more money, but just to let people know that Joey's had another setback and the doctors are creating an all-new treatment plan for him. Carla commented publicly and said, I'm beginning to question if he's actually been sick this long, or if y'all are just trying to get more money for your wedding. Who takes this long to recover from surgery, especially when you're an athlete? I replied, I'm very offended and appalled that you would accuse us of faking anything. Maybe you're just having a bad day or a moment of bad judgment, but how shamefully low of you. She replied, I want my donation back unless you can show proof that he's sick, that he's in a hospital bed or sitting in a doctor's office. Anything? I sent her 10 bucks to get her off our backs, but I also sent her a video with Joey's approval with the proof that she asked for. One of the concerns Joey has is that he'll get severely nauseous if he eats protein, which is what he's supposed to be doing, and when he overexerts himself, which he does sometimes. I sent her a video of him dry heaving into an amesis bag in the middle of physical training. She said, what the hell? I have emetophobia, and this just triggered me so bad. I hope you're happy with yourself. I feel like I've been traumatized. I said, so now you have ten more dollars to process this trauma in therapy. I looked it up, and ametophobia is an extreme fear of vomiting. OP, you should have been like, you have ametophobia? Well, unless you send me proof, I find that very unlikely. How do I know that you have that condition? I think you're just doing it for attention. Our next Reddit post is from Invisibunny. A few years ago, while I was in school and job hunting, I got an interview at a company for office work. Filing, answering phones, setting appointments, etc. I was looking forward to getting an office job instead of retail or fast food. The building had big window walls that overlooked the parking lot so you could see cars pulling in and parking. I pull into the parking lot and park my car. I get out and walk into the office. Now, as I'm walking in, I notice that there's a car parked in the handicapped space in front of the office. This car is the exact same make, model, and color as mine. So I walk in, and I'm greeted by the manager who kind of gives me a scowling look. It made me uneasy a little as we walked back to his office. We sit down, and he's asking me questions in a bit of a clipped tone. He seems annoyed by my answers, and I don't understand what's going on at this point. Finally, he says, do you always park in handicapped spaces? I'm confused, so I ask him what he means. He goes on a rant about how entitled I am for parking on a handicapped spot at a potential place of employment, and I'm just getting more lost. I ask him what he's talking about, because I didn't park in the handicapped spot, I parked in the parking lot. He argues with me and says that he watched my car pull in and he saw me park there. I, again, told him that I didn't park in a handicapped spot, but the car that I walked by in that spot looked identical to my car. He says that he knows that he saw me park and get out of the car. At this point, I'm over the whole interview. I knew that this would be a terrible place to work if this guy was managing it. Then, he goes a step further and says, prove it. I grab my purse and get my keys. I don't even bother waiting for him and just leave the office. He's jogging after me and hurried outside to stand and wait. His face went from smug arrogance to surprise Pikachu face really quick as I walked past the car in the handicapped spot. He asked me, where are you going? As I walked over to my car. Then I turned around and made eye contact as I hit the button on my keys to unlock it and got inside. He was starting to walk over to me, calling out that he was sorry about the misunderstanding. But I just put the car in reverse and left. I didn't even make eye contact with him as I drove away. Cool, I mean that's a very fitting malicious compliance, but there's another side of the story. What if OP was actually handicapped? I guess the hiring manager here is one of those douchebags who thinks that the only people who are handicapped are people who are in a wheelchair or with crutches. Down in the comments, we have this story from Whittling Can Be Fatal. A similar thing happened to me. I was doing some consulting work, and I was recommended by the CEO of the company who's a family friend. First, I had to meet the hiring manager and the person who would supervise me. The CEO texted me that I could park in his parking spot and just show the guards at the gate the text and they would show me where to go. When I walked into the building, I was met by the supervisor who immediately laid into me about where I parked. He never let me get a word in and just said the interview was unnecessary, so I left. Later, I got an email from the hiring manager saying that I was no longer under consideration and I wouldn't be considered for any future positions. The CEO later called me to ask what happened. All he heard was that I wasn't a good fit. I told him about the parking situation and he thought that I was joking. He told me he'd call back. 20 minutes later, I got a call from the supervisor apologizing. At first, it was a non-apology apology. Then I heard in the background, Apologize like your job depends on it. I didn't end up taking the job, but I got a chuckle out of the whole situation. That was our slash malicious compliance. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.